Everybody, once again, to oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is Joe Spellman, and this is David Futernick. Yeah, and this is Virginia Lupo. <laughs> hey, Whoa. hey, Virginia. See, I did I'm something so there. Glad, Don't know what I did. I'm but... so glad we got you. Like a podcast. I can't believe Ryan with a Virginia get. Lupo under its arm. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And we are talking uh, the season finale of season four, <laughs> White Cat. Yes, we are. Yeah. Huge ep. Huge ep. Huge. Huge ep. Is it the longest ep? It is. Yeah. Uh, longer it's 75 than, minutes long. Longer it's, than Made uh, in America? In. Longer than Made in America, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I think Made in America is, is pretty much a, a flat 60. I don't know that it goes over. Yeah. Everybody was disappointed. Uh, I wanted that to be like two hours long. Yes, didn't happen. Yes. Yeah, right. Um, so this, so that's it's kind of surprising that this is the only episode of the series that goes this long. Um, yeah, we should have seen like their entire meal at Holston's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it should have been uh, an extra forty-five minutes of them just eating onion rings and Hell ordering. Uh, yeah, yeah, that what should did, have been great. Yeah, what did they get? What did they get for their meals? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think they were eating a meal after Tony got yeah, shot Tony, in the head. But... After Tony got killed. Uh, well, you never know. They might have gotten something to go. Um, True. Yeah, I mean, they were there. Yeah. So yeah. grab something. What are they going to not eat? Come on. But anyway, uh, okay. So uh, White Caps, season four, episode 13, written by David Chase, Robin Green, Mitchell Burgess, directed by John Patterson, originally aired December 8th, 2002. Our glory years, fellas. Oh, yeah. Our glory years. Oh, yeah. um, tell, tell me about <laughs> it. Uh, but at the top, I do want to say, if anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, uh, anything you want to hear us discuss, argue about, uh, any uh, any hot takes, send them in to our socials. We're, we're reading our comments. We're reading our emails, apparently. I don't do it. These these other two knuckleheads do. But uh, but yeah, send them in. We'll, we will discuss. Um. This episode, Edie Falco, Gamalfini, David Chase, Robert Green, Mitchell Burgess, all won Emmys for the work on this episode. And John Patterson won a DGA award. As, as they should. As, yeah. This is yeah. a, uh, I mean, it's a uh, pillar really... of American television history. For show. Sure. Uh, great acting, great killer acting. Edie Falco is so amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like I'm in the echo chamber of the Sopranos world, but like this is widely known as the best acted like episode of television probably ever right yes like this is like i mean at least it's it's in the in the conversation for that right absolutely i would think so oh there's no doubt i think all their scenes are amazing like they're too i mean what else even like when you're just talking about actors on television right like who else fucking uh rises to this sort of level 
that, I don't know. Like last Tim Allen on Last Man Standing. Like, Tim Allen, you can't discount him. Tim Allen yeah. on Last Man yeah. Standing. Richard Karn on uh, <laughs> Home Improvement. Oh, <laughs> Girl, oh Richard Kind. Oh, Richard Kind. <laughs> I'm I'm saying Richard Karn, man. Al Borland. Great Al. No, Borland. Richard. Richard Kind is next. Richard Kind Richard is Kine, next. Known for uh, his Richard, television acting prowess. Richard Richard Karn on uh, Pen Fifteen as uh, the father of Fifteen. <laughs> Yeah, Richard Kind on Spin City. <laughs> right. These are all right up there with Gandolfini <laughs> and Falco. Yes. All the Richards. That's um, right. But, uh, yeah. Uh, no, this is like, uh, this is a master class in, in acting. Um, a sp- like, obviously, both of them are incredible. Um, but Edie Falco is especially. Uh, un- I, I think it's her episode. I really do. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. She is yeah. fucking incredible. Like, as soon as... Um, she gets the phone call from Marina, like, and and gets set off in this tailspin. She's she's amazing, she's amazing, so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll get there. Yes. Let's let's like talk about uh the side shit in this episode. What which everybody thought was going to be the main shit in this episode going into it. Yeah. Uh, the New York and New Jersey beef because last episode we had uh Johnny Sack the snake. Uh, conspiring with Tony to kill his boss, Carmine Sr. in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, now the Esplanade is still shut down over this disagreement over like what percentage uh, New York is going to take of the HUD scam that they ran earlier this season. Which you're right. Uh, I, like, I forget one of you said last week how it's actually just affecting Johnny Sack, not Carmine. And he points it out in this episode. Like, right. Screaming yeah. at his wife. Yeah, he's screaming at Jenny because <laughs> yeah. uh, she was like shopping at Nordstrom's. Meanwhile, his like his daughter's like uh, tuition or something was was past due. Yeah, because his wallet's not tied to the goddamn Esplanade. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he just screams. Yeah. At her screams, ribs. John. He does a lot yeah. of screaming oh, yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Screaming and smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just sitting on his little like shitty lawn chair. It's not even comfortable. Like one of those plastic, like little lawn chairs, just watching. Yeah, what's like, going on? What's going on there? Like, there's like, are they? Is that construction on yeah, their like, house? Like, no, like that's like a in? neighbor's. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's some like adjacent property. I don't know. He, John, he looks like he's sitting. He looks like he's sitting on a on a yeah, tee yeah. too, like a practice tee green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He laid out the fake grass. Jenny, Jenny's uh, like John. I'm not the one who has these guys putting in the cornfields. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you're the one who wanted to be a corn farmer. <laughs> I wonder too if like, if like, I mean, did they shoot that scene like next to an ongoing thing, or did they fucking like pay for that? I mean, if it's Jersey, uh, there's just it's that everywhere is constantly under construction, right? That's my. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I would assume they. I would assume they shot it next to something like that was being like. Having like yeah, ongoing I, I, I feel like the locations like manager probably found that like property and there was like machinery there and then they worked something out with the company to have like the guys come and like operate. Yeah. We just sh- need a quick scene where this guy yells at <laughs> yeah, his wife. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Can you guys be actually can you guys be working? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you guys just uh or 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 they're like, well, we can't stop. We can't stop. <laughs> All right, we'll yeah. use it. They were they were building David Chase's house actually. <laughs> yeah, he was, right. he was putting yeah. on the on the show yeah. budget. HBO done. Yeah. Yep. 
but yeah, so he's so Johnny is clearly rattled here. He's losing money hand over fist. Uh, so he meets with Tony at an office max um, to discuss, you know, where things are with moving forward with the hit on Carmine Sr. Um, Tony has his reservations, understandably, you know, whacking a boss, bad for business. You know, that's going to that's going to get some headlines. It's going to put the feds uh, put some pressure on the feds to, to crack down on organized crime. If people are getting whacked left and right. And, it, and given how like John tends to flip on a dime, he could decide after the fact, I'm going to tell the five families this was Jersey. And then Tony and, his, and the Tony crew acted alone. Fucked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't. I wonder how much loyalty Johnny Sack has or ever had to Tony, because I do think like, even in last episode, there was that scene on the golf course with little Carmine where he, a little bit, he's like, you know, Tony's been my friend for many, many years. You know, it seemed like he was going to bat for Tony a little bit. Obviously he had the ulterior motive of, of putting the shit to bed with the Esplanade. Um, But I don't know. What do you guys think? Is he, is he complete snake or does he have some loyalty? I, I think he does. I think he's, he's rubbed the wrong way, by Tony going down to Miami to because he clearly ha- fucking hates Carmine Jr. and yeah. Carmine Jr. has become like such a like issue out of nowhere. You know, he was stuck. Right. Well, especially in, next season. Well, we know next season, but even now, yeah. like you know, he was like in no man's land, like making porn down in Miami, and then all of a sudden he's sticking his beak in, and, and it's because of Tony. Yeah, Carmine's Car- little Carmine's sticking his beak in when when. Johnny explicitly said he would not stick his beak into Tony. So now all this fucking shit, it's all mixed up. Um, But yeah, I think, I think he, you know, is, is feeling a little slighted by Tony bringing little Carmine into things, complicating things. And there's no way he could have known, but ultimately he says it at some point next season to Tony, like you legitimized little Carmine by bringing him up here and involving him in this shit. And that's when there's the power vacuum in season five after Carmine senior dies, like Johnny, you know, has this chip on his shoulder about Tony bringing little Carmine up. But all that to say, you know, he's still trying to get Tony to do his bidding because I mean, I guess like, why, why could, why couldn't Johnny just go ahead and fucking whack have, you know, outsource it or something like, not involve Jersey in the whacking of his boss. I mean, that's, I'm sure other underbosses have done it in the past. I mean, or at least crossed their mind. Well, in the real world, um, you know, I mean, uh, what's the name? Paul, uh, Castellano Castellano got whacked, uh, by, by the Teflon, by his own guys. And he became boss. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it happens. Yeah. Uh, so, but I guess like, what is, what is, how, why is it so crucial that he, that Tony is the one who's implementing it? I guess it's, it's, he, he wants that buffer. So it's not immediately on his hands. Um, well, who's John going to ask? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's, he's not, not going to go to ask, one of the other New York families. Right. And he's not going to ask like, you know, probably soldiers in the, uh, in his own family. Right. So like, who's he going to ask? Um, I think this is probably, you know, his, his good friend and uh, it's probably the best option for him. Right. Yeah. I guess that that's where it comes down to their friendship and their longstanding sort of relationship. Um, yeah. But so that, that actually calls uh, to mind my next question here, because you mentioned him not wanting to outsource it to like, you know, people down the totem pole, he might not trust. 
So eventually Johnny wins over Tony and Tony agrees like, you know, it's probably good for him and his wallet if Johnny Sack is in charge of things over there at this point. So he agrees and he gives it to Christopher, who's just who's fresh out of rehab here. Um, is this is that a smart move? You know, he it's not been tested yet. <laughs> like his sobriety and and how his, you know, uh, mentality. It's a good, and stuff. If, well, it's a good te- it's a good test. I guess. Well, it's um, you know trial by fire here. If you're whacking a fucking boss you're handing that to yes i mean all season long tony was like priming christopher to be his number two but there was a little flaw in that plan when he became a full-blown heroin addict and had to go to rehab for however many months right right but i think like the his untrustworthiness was associated with his drug abuse and mm. tony acknowledge obviously like can see that he's cleaned himself up so tony probably feels like he is is that like really the only person that he could ask? I mean, I guess he could, I, I guess Sill is the only other person, yeah. but like obviously he doesn't trust oh, Paulie oh. right now. Like, uh, <laughs> right. And, and who else is he going to ask? Like, yeah, that's the yeah. Mama Luke's, and, you know? And also like, you know, they don't know like the extent of what alcoholism and rehab <laughs> is. Right. Like right. she's like, Oh, he did, th- he did 30 days. He's good. You know, <laughs> or however long, however long he was yeah, in there. He's cured forever. Yeah, yeah, he's the last and he could have a, you know ever seen of Christopher. Have a fucking drink, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, think a fucking bullshit. It's all fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, I I guess he's not. He doesn't have a ton of options, but I don't see like why it wouldn't concern him to give something so important to somebody who has so recently let him down. You know, but you know, I guess uh, in the interest of moving the story forward, they they went with that. <laughs> Uh, but so, so it ends up not going how, uh, they think it's going to go because they have this meeting at this park with Carmine senior who unexpectedly changes his mind about, um, the negotiations. He agrees to 15%, I think where it was 40. Yes. Uh, does he, is there any explanation? What, like why the change of heart or he was just like, you know what, we got to move on. Well, he said, I mean, he's, you, you assume that he had further conversations with Carmine Jr. Because he mm-hmm. says like, you know, can thank my son, you know. That's right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you imagine they just talked it out a little further. and Which is another reason Johnny yeah. was, was pissed because it seems right. like Carmine around Jr. Him. is yeah. Yeah, going yeah. around him and he's the one making shit happen. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, Johnny has a fucking hit out. On, on his dad so yeah um i mean that so it doesn't stop johnny johnny still wants to go through with it uh tony decides against it you guys think that was the that was the right move uh well given uh what ends up happening in the future uh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah <laughs> although i mean if he did go through with it like there would never be any question of whether well i guess I don't know if little Carmine was up there. If Carmine senior gets whacked at the end of season four uh, and little Carmine's up there, is he vying for his dad's seat then? Or, or yeah, probably. Cause he winds up doing it anyway. You know, yeah, he does in season five, but that's like some time has passed between seasons. He, if you get the sense that he's been up there, he's sort of built a crew up there with like, yeah, but well, I, I guess the, yeah, but well, that's the thing. Like, don't you, guys. don't you think, I mean, Angelo's not out of prison yet, but like he will be, right. 
But don't you think Rusty would have been pushing him to like take the the seat? Yeah, yeah. Faster. If if yeah, if he's around. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess the whole power vacuum I think and you, war between Johnny and Little Carmine might have just come a little earlier. Yeah, I think you get the same outcome. Only you add the fact that your crew is the one that killed Carmine, so <laughs> right. it's way more yeah. complicated for Tony. So I think yes. ultimately he makes the right decision. For sure. But uh, that that leaves uh, that leaves Johnny sort of pissed. So, you know, give and a take. But, uh, you know, who does get the shit end of the stick is the two uh, African-American gentlemen who were hired to kill Carmine Sr. And then just get shot, never having, like, even done it. Oh, yeah. brutal. Pretty, yeah. pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, uh, these these guys are more concerned about their their secret never getting out uh than the lives of of these two guys pretty pretty tough to watch yes um but that was be- yeah. benny and and Petey. fucking yeah benny, do you guys know who pd yeah is? benny the other guy yeah for sure oh yeah Petey. what happened to dogsy i Petey thought dogsy was, was the yeah, dogsy catsy <laughs> yo i looked up i looked up dogsy's imdb account oh, yeah yeah oh, how, is he still funny. working yeah, oh yeah. Oh, damn. Really? What about Catsy? <laughs> You'd be really trying Katsy. to get get uh get that joke in. Dogsy really got some, you know, he got lines. Yeah. Wait, there was something interesting about uh about Dogsy's uh IMDb. Oh really? That? that he has one? I think, I think he had this <laughs> I, yeah, and then he has one. Well, I, I mean, it's mildly interesting. I think he had like the same birthday as Feeder Oh or damn. What? Now I love this guy. Funeral. Are you dogsy man? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I wish. Oh, that's what I was gonna say about the um um uh I don't know. Are we are we transitioning or but whatever, but I can say this uh the juror. Mm-hmm. Right. Um I oh, I could find the actor's name, but um I saw him on an episode of Law and Order this week. Oh shit. I was like, oh shit, there's that Wait, guy. Like the Not like the surprising. new the new Law and Order? Uh, SVU. Oh, very nice. So, like an old episode. Oh, like an old episode. No, no, the no, new no, one. No, 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 no. Oh, no, oh. A new one. Hey, yeah, I, I watch, I watch new, new SVUs oh, and, so, uh, and the so new. So my man probably order. still living in New York. Good for him. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, April, April. Oh, that's right. This guy dogs. He was born on April fifth, nineteen seventy nine. Oh fuck! Five years old. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Inter Interdonato, and also he was born. In Howell, New Jersey, where my parents. Oh lived. hell yeah! Damn, dogs. we gotta get him on, guys. Get him on the pod. A little bit of a little bit of trivia. If you know Kevin Interdonato, please tell him we need him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be the fourth host now. We fucking love dogs. Hey, yeah. shut, I, yeah. hey, we got yeah. we got Alan Sappinsley obviously in this episode. Shout out to uh, our man on Twitter, Alan Sappinsley, uh, hey. who uh, is con- the pod. constantly telling Joe Ganescoli that to come on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, thank you, uh, thank you for badgering other people on Twitter for us because uh, we, were, yeah. Joe, <laughs> we would love to have you on, Alan Sappinsley. If you have any sway you- with Ganescoli, man. Like just go. If for you're it. not too, if you're not too busy, um, uh, making food. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. He's he's doing a real <laughs> reverse Sappinsley. He's almost like doing like a digital, playing like Dean Martin, uh, on the boat, like to other people on Twitter to try to get them on this pod. Uh, you <laughs> oh know. right. Okay. See what you're saying. You see, okay. You catch my. Drift? Yeah, yeah. You catch my drift. Gotcha. Bro? 
Gotcha. What a trooper. Sorry, Dob- all our, Dobsy, all our fans listening. Dobsy would have gotten that right away, dude. But that's uh, that's how it, we Aries do, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's our pod. All right. That's, that's uh, it. Tune in next. I think, I think Gullies is about to quit the <laughs> yeah, pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get fucking Dogsy on here. Get fucking Alan Sappensley. I don't give a fuck. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's so again, season four with the anticlimax, things sort of end with a whimper uh, and not with a bang. Although, I guess um, the two heroin dealers, uh, they, they did get the bang. Pretty so, big bang. Sorry, sorry, sorry to those gentlemen. Um, but uh, yeah, let's move into the, the Tony Carm stuff this episode. Please. <laughs> please we start out the episode with Carm taking her temperature in, in dr kuzumano's office she's having some sort of physical uh, manifestation of her depression um due to furio uh up and leaving last episode uh, at least that's how i took it she wasn't yeah. actually like sick sick right yeah i think that's uh, like what you're supposed to feel like because because then it because he says like it might be mono it might be like something viral right. um so yeah. yeah but then she seems pretty okay after uh once she gets out of the car and sees white caps yep. this house down the jersey shore that tony is is contemplating buying uh as like a long-term sort of investment but but you know money-wise but also for family like this is a place where they can all gather and and make memories and this and that beautiful house uh, beautiful house Beautiful home yeah. on the Jersey Shore. Beautiful, beautiful house, but like you know, where was? Yeah, yeah. It? Because well, Joe, like, you know, you know, like, you know the Jersey Shore, bro. I know Jersey Shore houses, and I'm like, it looks like it's on the bay side. It's definitely on the bay mm-hmm. side because you know, there's it's not really like there's no waves uh, in that water, right. and then there is that road out front. Mm-hmm. So like, you're gonna have to cross that busy ass street to probably get to the beach. The beach is probably on the other side of that road. So trash. Yeah, it's a good house, but you know, I mean, location wise, you're gonna be walking. You're gonna be walking with those beach chairs. Like you know, Carmel is gonna be pulling the wagon, and you know, AJ's not gonna want. I mean, it. Right. look, I mean, it's not I mean, even it's a gym a in house. there. Look, look, I'll take he it. Had I'll it. take it. Yeah, there's not Sappinsley, even a gym. <laughs> yeah, not even a gym. Sappinsley had it on the market for a year, and he only had two offers. So yeah, you know, you know, I mean, it's got the dock. I mean, you can definitely put some some crab traps uh Blue on that dock and catch some crabs hey. which is which i've definitely done uh on the on the jersey shore Ooh. so that's never have fun. one like yeah. just like nick you like nick you you know like claw you yeah oh, oh yeah. damn dog. oh yeah yeah let's uh, yeah, get clawed by the by the crabs man gonna have to hear about um, that uh sometime uh off, off the air <laughs> you know i don't need to it's not to really honest. more to that story <laughs> <laughs> no i want to hear more i think i get it uh but yeah, so so we have this uh, this douche Alan Sappensley living next door. He's got he's you know flying the American flag and doing some grilling. And he gives a little wave, uh, but we meet him a little later back at the house. Uh, I find it interesting that Carmela is trying to implement this swear jar thing with yeah, yeah. Uh, with AJ. A little late, a little late for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the kid who one of his first lines at like nine years old was what? No fucking ZD now. Yeah. So, I mean, they're past the point of no return with this. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting line because she's like, you know, we're going to make this policy work. And age is just like, it's too late. Uh, but that's that sort of speaks to how it's too late for her marriage 
to make that work as well. You know, everything's we're way past the point of, of no return here with, with Carmela, her relationship to her family and, and, and what she's uh, built, you know, in her own home. Um, yeah. There's no turning gonna, back. So you're doing a fucking swear jar when he's 16. Yeah, exactly. Not going to happen. I was swearing at 16 in front of like my like five-year-old sister and my parents were like, stop. But they were like, nothing they could do yeah <laughs> you were like fuck you i'm still doing it yeah <laughs> uh yeah that, that there's no point to that um none but so they're laying in bed that night karm says to tony you know more is lost by indecision than wrong decision um and this is sort of where she starts to finally like perk up um raise herself out of her depression um do you guys think like it's really that simple. Like she has a new shiny uh, toy to set her eyes on in place of Furio. Or do you think she's making sort of like a willful effort to like, be like, okay, let's get back into the norm. Uh, It's a good question. And this, uh, this episode definitely um, puts that question in the audience's head because um, you know, it's definitely the uh, mindset I think of the audience because and, and Tony shares that mindset mm-hmm. as well. That like, yeah, I mean, he says it sort of in in their in their yeah. arguing, um, and she um, kind of goes against it. Um, so I don't know. I I think it's cr- great writing because you're like, who is right in this argument? Yeah. Like the no one is, like um, like she kind of is like that, but also like I see her point of view. Right. I, ultimately, I think yes, yeah, she is. Um, yeah, well, she the, the, is, she is yeah. like that. She won't admit it. She can't admit it too. Like m- much like Tony can't admit a lot of his faults. Right. Um, I mean, like, all okay, these characters you know, lie to each other, yeah, but they're yeah. also lying to themselves yeah. actively yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, like look, like the like later down the road with the spec house. You know, she's hmm. she's like easily bought off. Right, like that's and, when she's which she's Tony like, brings up in the episode, and she like tries to deny that, like you know, that she is swayed by things. Oh, she, she struggles. She struggles with it yes, herself. She absolutely does. Um, I think it's interesting that her line "more is lost by indecision than wrong decision" also sort of applies to what she just experienced with Furio. Mm-hmm. Right, she sort of like sat on her hands, didn't want to bite the bullet, didn't want to make a move. Uh, and then he just ups and fucking leaves and that's the end of it. And she's devastated. And so now it's sort of like, okay, well, I can't get that. So my, my dirtbag husband is going to buy me a house by the shore. Sure. Let's, let's, let's do it. Even if it's not the best move for us right now, let's just, let's just do it. Um, and that's sort of how Tony gets the green light to go to Alan Sappensley. Uh, we finally meet this guy, smooth talking lawyer. Um, Right, he's an attorney. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, he already has a buyer on the house. Um, the Kims. There, yeah, Doctor Kim. They're having some difficulty, like getting a, a home loan approved or something. So, and Tony's like, I could. He offers to pay him in cash, right, or something like yes. that. He's like, I yeah. can. Yeah. And like, yeah, so, like the, and the yeah. in the shortest amount of time, like allowed legally. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So Sappinsley is is more than happy to call up Dr. Kim right before he's about to go in surgery. Yeah, uh, my father tell him my father would call Alan Sappinsley a uh, a mayonnaise Jew. 
mayonnaise yeah, Jew? Yeah, yeah. Like, try, that sounds like try, the most insulting thing. Like, uh, yeah, trying hard to be as waspy as possible. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's got like the, the sweater, the sweater wrapped around, around his, his neck. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And shark fin soup and shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, mayo Jew. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Uh, I'll refrain from using that term in a derogatory sense. If I, if you know, I can use it as a compliment, I would assume you're a great I'm allowed. I mean, I'm allowed. Yeah. I'm allowed. I'm allowed. Uh, <laughs> no, but so, you know, that goes through, he gives him like a $250,000 deposit on the house. Everything's hunky dory until. Yeah. This is just how real estate <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah. Like it's just definitely, especially nowadays, it's just, <laughs> It's just like, oh, this guy's waiting for a loan. And then one other guy, one other guy comes in just with cash. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Sappensley is a little racist towards Asians. Maybe he's, he'd Possibly. rather have, well, in the end, he wouldn't, but, you know, some Italian neighbors seemed more his speed. And, uh, and then his whole neighborhood turns into the Gulf of Sorrento and he, he's not too happy. Yeah, he's but, uh, <laughs> Goomba trash. <laughs> Um, but so yes, so this is this is the point, and it comes about like twenty or twenty five minutes into the episode. Um, Arena drunk dials Carmela uh, and brags about you know her relationship with Tony. Um, tells her that Tony had sex with her cousin Svetlana. Uh, I've, and, I've vividly remember watching this live. Vividly. And what was going through your head? Uh, oh, Tony is so fucked. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember well, thinking that like when she calls back that it's not going to be her and right. like, it'll be all right. And then when it's her again and she starts telling her about her cousin, I just remember like, like more, ner- more nervous one, like, like, like than like other times where like someone's about to get killed. I just remember yeah. being like on the edge of my seat. Right. And Carm, yeah, Carm just uh, yeah, like, yeah, no, like you felt like, okay, this is, this is the big thing that we've been building towards all season. Um, Mm -hmm. But so Tony comes home to find her like throwing his shit out the window. He runs over his golf clubs. Uh, And this is like the first big fight of the episode. There's a couple, but you know, Carmela, you know, (laughs) I love that Tony, like at first is just like trying to place like what he could have done that made her so mad. And she's like, right. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, uh, uh, they told you what I said about your, your dad's psoriasis or, or, or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, that's it, Tony. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so she escalates it. She's like, you know, I've been made a fool of for so long with these whores. I found the fingernail. Um, yeah, which I also love because because Tony's so many different like, women wasn't... like entangled in, his, in <laughs> right, this situation. Right. Like Carmela doesn't even realize, you know, Valentina's fingernail, not Svetlana's. Right. I couldn't imagine Svetlana wearing one of those like gaudy fucking fingernails no. with like the jewels and shit. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Tony can't even he has no defense um, and she and she kicks him out. Now, apparently some people had took issue with this when it first aired and and some people still i was reading on the boards like they don't believe that carm uh would escalate it like this so quickly in this moment because she's known that he had he's had gumas for for years you know in the pilot episode she she knew about arena and he's like i told you i cut it off with her blah 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 you know and they're saying 
you know, why, why now, just because it's a season finale. What do you, what do you guys think? Well, about that? for one, she talks to AJ. Right. So, and, and, you know, and obviously later on in the conversation threatens to kill her if she ever talks to her children. Again. Right. Arena uh, talks uh, to Arena. AJ. Yeah. Yeah. And it hits even closer to home to her because it's Svetlana who, you know, she's mad. They, who she's met. She, she mentions that, like, she talked about your mother's, you know, like, uh, oh, right. They, they did like the shot, the shot like... of uh, vodka together after she passes, yeah. you know, like, yeah. um, this is a woman that she has known in an intimate setting. So it's different. Right. It's different. Right. I, I, yeah, I don't see. Yeah. And, Go ahead, Spells. Yeah. I agree with that. And, uh, you know, also the whole, like, you know, building up of Furio, yeah. like, and her, and her just like not not you know acknowledging those feelings or not acting on those feelings and like Tony gets away with it with impunity like yeah. so oh, much yeah. like and and now and now it's like throwing it in right. her face. It is a slap in the face and and she's also just yeah. vulnerable emotionally from from all this. Shit. Yeah, well, yeah, from so, that. Yeah. But you can yeah. see why the writers had him uh, sleep with Svetlana. Like it was yeah. clearly like this is what they were thinking down the road this right. this will be what is the final straw right uh yeah i mean that's what's so clear is they had this planned out uh from the very beginning in the very first episode karm says the line like everything comes to an end mm-hmm. and she's warning him um and and here we are and you never thought i never thought that they would split up in the series i thought maybe at the very end of the series or something but i never i never saw it coming now but david chase uh was the one who was always like why is carmella staying with tony it just doesn't make sense uh and he i think he always sort of knew because you know we've said it before season one was about tony as a son season two is about tony as a brother season three was about tony as a father and this was really this whole season was about their marriage and and testing like the strength of their marriage and the limits of their marriage um and so it just makes sense for 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 them to go here and for especially the way they write Carmela as, you know, she's not dumb. She's not stupid. Um, And she's, you know, she also, you know, is very (laughs) an emotional person Mm -hmm. and she uh, would understandably not put up with this shit for, for as long as she did. Uh, And so I think this, this is a point that ultimately had to come at some point in the series. Um, If not here, then, then somewhere else, but they had to split up at some point. Um, it's it's FICA and yeah. federal withholding. That's the that's the reason. And, and that's so that's how this. It's always the feds. It's always yeah. the government. Oh, it's the feds, but it also yeah, guys. I've been saying it all season. Whole season's about money. Mm-hmm. It all comes down whole to money. Season's about yeah. All yep. comes down and, to money. And for that to so wait, so it was like it was Bronca the the like caretaker Uncle June's caretaker, who got in a fight with Svetlana, over yeah. the FICA and federal withholding. Uh, which then makes Bronca go and like gossip to Arena right. about how she caught Tony and Svetlana on Junior's couch, right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and then because Tony had like fucking whipped uh, uh, Zelman with the belt, <laughs> yeah. can't perform, can't perform any longer. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Ended their relationship. Ended her money uh, flow. Ended the money flow. Yeah. Made Arena spiteful. So like. 
Tony. This is the whiteboard. This is the whiteboard in the Sopranos writers room with all these connected. Yeah, yeah. That's right? the There's Charlie like... Day meme from <laughs> but, Toy Sunny. Dude, that's that's what I love about this season because this season has those like little threads that all sort of pay off in the end, like no other season really does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bird feeder, sure. like the bird feeder yeah. comes back, like all this shit, you know. And you think, and you go back, and you think, like, you know, where where did it all start? And and it all, it's like you know, the tributaries to to the the river that that is the the main plot line of season four, and it all comes into a head uh, in this final episode, and, and they do it so masterfully. Yeah. Um, you know, we get some stuff. You know, obviously, this is uh, this is tough on like the kids uh meadow is is sort of like her take is like why'd you eat shit from him for all these years uh you think that's just like an emotional reaction is this something coming off of eloise their tiff in the previous episode why is she being so hard on carmela here when it was tony who was (laughs) the one sleeping around any thoughts um it's just a mother daughter thing i think and uh you know, like she's right, though. I mean, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's sort of like a, you know, I look up to you in a way, right. and um, you know, why, why would you do, why would you do right. that? Well, yeah, you know, also like Meadow, not really. I don't know. I, yeah. Well, so much yeah. of the season two, they've kind of set up um, how different Meadow and Carm are. You know, right. and the friction between them and how you know meadow has had the opportunities that and li- is living the life that Carm wanted right. um for herself right. so i think like they just don't really understand each other so much yeah also i think it's a great um like the this is part of like uh a couple things in the episode that makes the mom the mom in these scenarios look like a Bad piece guy. of shit right. when, when ultimately she's like fucking right. 100%. Yeah. But like this yeah. and the, you know, how AJ reacts AJ wants to, to it. Like and be staying in, with him, like out in the theater. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the two of them hugging him as he leaves yeah. at the end. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like, that's that, that stuff yeah. is great. Yeah. And then also they do that little weird sort of like flashback to Meadow in season three where she's like, God, is there nothing to eat in this house? Which I guess was to show that like, you know, the kids so often like blame themselves. That always like, I don't know, felt a little weird to me. Didn't seem like they they needed it. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I think it's okay. It's okay, okay, but you know. For character development and depth of... uh, you know yeah also it's know. like kind of uh no offense to jamie lynn siegler but it's like compensating for like maybe like the lack of her acting gravitas especially like yeah. you know in an episode that is so fucking phenomenally acted it yeah. seems like they're kind of like filling in the blanks you know, sure. for the audience a little bit emotionally yeah yeah i get that um but anyway so this sort of like uh fucks over tony's tony's deposit for white caps um he when he leaves the the soprano home he actually goes and he and he sleeps in white caps just on the floor uh sappinsley is not too happy about that uh he should have been like yeah you know what i spend a night here not really for me so uh yeah (laughs) yeah guess i'll just take the deposit back (laughs) 
Um, yeah, no, he does ask ask for the deposit back. Um, the more I think about it, the more I realize like you're gonna have to cross the street to go to the beach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, my friend, uh, my son's friend, uh, got nicked by a blue crab uh, once <laughs> out here. So we're, yeah, we're, we don't we're, need that. We don't need that. Yeah. Um, we're going back to West Caldwell. No, but uh, so obviously Sappinsley. Uh, is not going to let go of this 200k deposit uh, so easily, especially after he just like fucked over Dr. Kim uh, <laughs> right. and has no other buyers. Um, by the way, did you guys like when you guys uh, first watched this? Did you were you catching any of like the parallels between Tony and, and Sappinsley that the writers were, were trying to draw here? Not really. Like, no. Uh, <laughs> like I do like on rewatches. Upon rewatches, like, yeah. yeah, it's. More yeah i mean I, I didn't get it on my first one no. but like you know obviously the first one is is their their shared initials alan sappinsley anthony soprano mm-hmm. you know which which comes to light when he's like you know you guys could get back together in a month and and leave an old as fucked in the ass here you right. know um but then also like you know uh, things like uh him sort of breaking the contract at will and strong arming dr kim and then like you know, planting his feet in the ground and, and saying no to this uh, formidable, um, you know, uh, opposing man. You know, he's 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 coming off as a gangster sort of himself. Mm-hmm. And then also there was like the whole Rocky Marciano pictures that they both have. Do you guys notice that? Yeah, and they're both like in their place of business, like in their like quote unquote right. offices. Right. Yeah. 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 I didn't notice that until like a recent watch. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of like, they're trying to make like, here's Tony Soprano, uh, if he had gone civilian kind of thing. Um, and, and also white, white, coll- white collar. Tony right. Soprano. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a bunch of scumbags who are getting away with it and, and they're not part of La Cosa Nostra. Right. They're, right. they're mm-hmm. anyway. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but there, but those guys are no match for loudspeakers. <laughs> that's right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we don't just play, we win, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's fucking awful! (laughs) Worst Uh, of all time, yeah. Um, Uh, these are the same type of people, though, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just talk about the the one, the second big fight in this episode in the pool house. Um, this is this is the scene, right? This is like where both of them earned their Emmys, I think, for the season um it's just so so good so intense so i know like, a lot of people well directed the pacing is like fantastic yes. like they clearly yeah. must have rehearsed this a shit ton like it feels like a feels oh, like yeah. a stage play yeah apparently they were shooting like like deep deep into the night like three four in the morning and and they said uh gandolfini and, and falco neither of them ever lost any steam like every take they just kept going i mean that's gotta yeah, fucking amazing. wear on you his uh his react, it's his reaction of... to her t- first mentioning Furio always just oh like, my god gets me. Like he's just it's his laugh, like yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, um, and then of course when yeah. he when he puts the hole in the wall, uh, that's that's the closest we ever see him uh, to getting to like be violent with with Carm. He's he's you don't think he's ever struck her, right? No, no, I don't. No. Yeah. Because we've seen him hit other women, certainly. Um, yes. So, do you think he's he's like made a conscious decision? Like, I'm not gonna 
this is this is a woman that I don't touch. You know, he body fucking choke slams Gloria. Right. Uh, didn't bat an eye, but uh, <laughs> but I guess yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think if he, if he doesn't uh, in this moment, then I don't think he ever has. You know, true, true. This, this is probably yeah. the most tumultuous like their relationship has ever. He grabs her near the sink though. In this episode, he, gra- he does uh, grab. Her. That's pretty. Yeah. 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 Oh, he does get a little yeah. physical. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't have Tony hit Carmen. Oh God! Like that. That Obviously. was could never really come just back like, from that. Could never come back from that. I mean, as shitty as some of the things that he does is like, like I, I forget like, uh, Mitchell, uh, um. Robin Green and Mitchell Burgess like kept having mm. this conversation with David Chase about her leaving him, right? Well, I forget who wanted it earlier and who did. Was it David? David Chase, Chase wanted it earlier, and he, they talked, and the he, two of them talked him out of it, right? Yeah, I think I think they were just like, this is not the time, like, right. you know, for this story. But he had been like at least since like the show was renewed after season one, like. Just, it was becoming more and more far fetched to him that that somebody like Carmela would stay with this guy, right? Um, which I, I guess is I guess is reasonable, but you know, yeah. they end up together anyway, so right, right, right. So whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So ultimately, Tony decides to move out. Um, he tells the kids. Uh, Another great scene. Yeah, really Another, tough. Yeah. Um, you know, you really feel like this, this family is shattering. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, and by this point in the series, you know, they feel like your own family, you guys, it was, it was tough. It was like watching my own parents split up. It's which, true. Yeah. Which my parents should have <laughs> a long time ago. They never did, but, <laughs> uh, uh, can vouch, can vouch for that. Uh, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my parents like never divorced, but I can only imagine like I, I felt always feel so choked up in this moment. I can only imagine for people whose parents have split how difficult this scene must be to yeah. watch. Or, or people who are parents who have split, like right, like right. going through that. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, supposedly it's it's very real and hits all those real notes. And of course, David Chase, I was reading in his uh DVD commentary, he was like, eh, I, I think I don't think it was that good. We could have done better. <laughs> he was like, didn't go deep enough. Okay um yeah, sure. definitely yeah, it's a kind of quick scene i mean i think it's i don't know i thought it was pretty good yeah. i mean That's uh right. but i wanted to tackle on another 15 minutes making it on <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah so then we close out the episode he he chase did say like you didn't want to we didn't want to it was important not to end the season on Tony on a down note. You wanted to show his strength and his power. And that's why they had this sort of like after he leaves the house, um, we we with see beating, uh, beating the Stugats with the with the fucking um speakers and the Dean Martin concert at high volume. It's just one of the best, most classic like Sopranos moments. Yeah. Uh, they're like they're at their best like comedically when they are making uh, civilians look like the biggest herbs. And yeah. <laughs> the fucking dinner party. Like, uh, it's just like, it's so great. Yeah. Like David Chase yeah. clearly hates like rich white people. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He does it so well. Yeah. Um, and then, and then like the cut to black uh, at the end of the, of, of the scene um, and Dean Martin singing, my girl's still here. Uh, it was supposedly to emphasize the point that Tony is now 
uh, like we've never seen him before. He does not have Carmelo in his corner. And that sort of sets us up for season five and, and Tony's sort of, uh, things get super dark as we know and and tony starts to t- spiral downwards more into that like livia sort of um narcissism yeah. and literally in her narcissism. old house right yeah exactly <laughs> right yeah. right um anything else this app we want to want to talk about i guess not anything about uncle june yeah I mean, june, the, trial, the tri- so I mean, he gets yeah, a mistrial yeah. the intimidating the juror thing worked um yeah, good, good work. It was sort of again. I mean that that felt like uh, an anticlimax that wasn't sort of planned to be an anticlimax. Like they were just like, yeah, nobody really cares at this point. <laughs> like I was yeah. not invested in the junior story trial storyline at all this season, really. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're yeah, happy he gets it, off, it, well, like. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting, but, like that scene back at his house afterwards. Like he's so irritated. Like yeah. you know, like it is. Yeah, even that's like whatever, yeah. right? You know. Well, we see him, he's pissed that Bobby and Janice are finally like full steam ahead. Yeah. He does not yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sopranos is not, it, it was never going to be a courtroom drama show, uh, which, which makes Nor me like, yeah, right. And which we know season three was supposed to be if Nancy Marchand had survived. Yeah, that, like there was going to be a true. lot of her on the witness stand yeah. testifying against Tony. The plane tickets. Uh, which this sort of makes me, although I do think they, they probably could have pulled that off well. Um, you know, maybe it was for the best that that we didn't have a season that really focused on Tony on trial, right? Yeah. Um, what is this murder one? <laughs> we don't um. Need uh. Uh. Wait. Now we've talked about this before. This is just a small tidbit, but like, I know what you're going to say. You do. Is it the is it the veto thing? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh. So Adriana is still so meeting with the FBI, and and go ahead, spells. <laughs> so yeah wait we we thought he's our cousin right, right. Yes. yeah right yeah <laughs> somehow they they are we've determined and i always forget i don't know that the connection is but they they are some sort of like relation um well she's never re- mind she's related to phil and phil is related to Vito. no she's not related Isn't she's she? related to phil no she's related to richie, oh, richie to that's richie. right oh fuck yeah uh <laughs> Uh, and Richie and why was Richie related to, to because and Richie goes and asks them to like build the ramp, but and, and like 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 somehow I think Vito is related. Right. To Richie. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because he says yeah, my my cousin is coming, yeah. uh, to build the ramp or whatever, something like that. Unless they're all just they're like all, cousins, like, like once you know, like, removed or twice removed or some shit. If, or like like people just say that they're cousins, but they're like grew up together as like you know because their sure. families are friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. if anybody out there probably, listening yeah. uh, can succinctly explain the Vito and Adriana relationship to us, uh, please. We've been struggling for seasons now. Yeah. Who's so. been calling her every day, even though he's also, gay? Uh, hey, like, like, but also yeah. like a good maybe that's a good cover. Uh, too, yeah, yeah, know, man, like, like trying to. Hey, I've been hitting on my cousin. Could I be a cover, but also, I mean, he like could he's be bisexual. I mean, bisexual. Yeah. I mean, he's got a wife and kids, right? Um, so yeah, you know, he's just a horn dog. I definitely, when I, I re- actually, when I remember watching this live, like in two thousand and one, I was like, "See, now is I Vito must be bisexual because I think <laughs> he's gay." 
definitely. Yeah, you knew, you knew, yeah, you knew yeah, before you the episode. Know. Yeah, yeah. It spells new. Spells new. Uh, doesn't know how they're related, but no, knew that Vito was gay. Um, um, what is bad for the bad for the bad for the grass? Bad for the grass. What is that? That's a uh, a Chinatown. Or reference. bad for the um, bad for the glass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's a okay. uh, insensitive impression of an Asian uh, person from uh, oh, I, <laughs> from Chinatown. I knew that, but, yeah. I, but the yes. movie. Yes. Not yes. the not the oh, yeah, neighborhood. I forgot. I not forgot. The neighborhood. I right. Forgot. Right. I forgot. right. David Chase heard some guy in Chinatown screaming that, yeah. so he put it in. No. Uh, I for, I forgot. Um. Yeah. No. I knew it was a China like a insensitive impression <laughs> yeah. of a Chinese person, but yeah. I was like, what is it yeah. from Chinatown? Chinatown. Um. Um. Yeah. You know. Hey. Hey. Man, uh, what, uh, one other know. thing. Though. Fucking phones were better off yeah. years yeah. ago. True. I love that line. True. Hey, yeah. um, shout True. out to Tony uh, just eating that fucking Gillis Gourmet like, <laughs> with a spoon out of the fucking jar. What the fuck? Yeah, wait, what is it's that? Either the, disgusting. It's either salsa or the black bean dip, which like were both very, uh, very popular okay. back then. I, I, I'm a fan of that black bean dip, but yeah, those are meant for chips, bro. Like, what, he's, it looked it, it look like salsa. It looked like salsa. But then, yeah, my dad, my dad does that. Fucking disgusting! What, what the like fuck? That. Yeah, he doesn't disgusting. want the carbs or the chips. He's oh, just, uh, you know, he's eating the vegetable. He's getting his vegetable intake. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Each. <laughs> um. Yeah. Disgusting. disgusting. Tone. Disgusting. Um. Okay. Uh. Shall we move into? I think we have a. I think we have a special guest who we haven't heard oh. from in a while. Oh. Oh, that's oh. right. Um. Oh. Now let me let me hold on. Let me. I switched. I moved. Uh, I moved to a new place. So let me uh, get oh, him yeah, out yes, of the closet. Stuff, by the oh, way. Shit. He lives. Oh yeah. Me. Congrats, Spells. I didn't know you moved in. Oh yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, everybody, please give me congrats. Uh, Send Spells a congrats. Online. Yeah. Hit us up um, in the mentions. Make sure you. <laughs> at Joey Spells. And uh, uh, yo, let, without further ado, he is Johnny. Oh. 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 Welcome oh. back. Welcome. What's up, you? What's up, you fucking disgusting pearl? Oh, hey, there he is. I heard you got vaxxed. I got yeah, I got yeah, I got the vax. AstraZeneca, right? Fucking vax. I got the AstraZeneca, <laughs> and I asked my. I got a friend who was in fucking Kentucky who fucking works for them, and I said, send them to me. <laughs> and he gave me a couple. I pricked myself. I pricked my prick. Hmm. I pricked oh. it all. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm 100. I'm like I took yeah, like seven. Yeah, of them. Great, great. Like, I was gonna say, you I'm so, so bad. But you had also had COVID uh, several oh, times. Yeah, too, yeah you had so. the antibodies. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. My skin is like, like leather. Is like radiating. Yeah, no, you're cold. like glowing right now. This is disturbing. I've got it like kind of like like it's like forming like some sort of glow around. Yeah. yeah. But that means I can't get the other one from other people. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're, I read you're about safe. it. You're okay. Safe. Yeah. I read about it. Okay. You read about it on Twitter. Yeah. Great. I read about. I researched. Ah. Anyway, you fucking humps. <laughs> uh, Let's uh, read my latest. Oh, I see. Yeah. I have something in my uh, my email here. Yeah. I... Why don't you know what? I'm not gonna sign any parts. <laughs> what? You're just gonna have to read. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Right. You're just gonna have to go, okay? All right. Okay. So, uh, I'll read. I'll read the stage. Okay. All right. 
Johnny. Oh, wait. Well, you know what? Gullius, you read Alan. <laughs> okay. All right. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, Funitic, you read Tony. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you read Arena, uh, Funitic, and then to- oh, Gullius, you read Carmella. Okay. Damn. How many right. fucking Jeez. characters we got in this cast? Hey, Whoa. hey, it's the season for that. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. On. That's true. Uh, I, by the way, I can't I can't tell you how unsettling it is to to get an email from Joe Spellman just titled "White Comes Johnny the Nut." Sorry, sorry, from Johnny the Nut. They, like a like a an old married couple, they share an email address. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, that guy. You know, his password's some weird yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, um, I'll be Alan right. Carm. Let's do this. Okay, okay. Johnny the Nut. White comes. Tony is sleeping on the floor at the White comes house. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting yep. in there. Alan Sappinsley comes by and knocks on the door. Alan. Fucking Goomba asshole. Oh, the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You're sleeping on my floor and you haven't bought my house yet. I don't know why he has a Jersey accent. Uh, to be- <laughs> oh, Alan, you sound different than usual. To be perfectly honest, me and my wife had a falling out because... My Russian girl ex ex girlfriend told her we used to fuck. Russian ex girlfriend, you say? Yeah. Why are you interested? I might be. I have to talk to my partners. Irina and Carmela just then speed up in the Stugats to the dock of White Combs. AJ is there. AJ, Mom, Irina, look, blue crab. No shit, AJ. It's the ocean. They all walk into of the house. Tony, I found Arena. She was drinking on the Stugats. I had you all wrong. I didn't realize what a piece of ass she was. And I had you... That was, that was Carmella. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sounded just like her. And I had you all wrong, Tony. I didn't know you were friends with Alan Suckinsley, Russia's Ooh. sexiest lawyer. Ooh. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You two know each other? That was yes, I've helped. A, a new, yeah. Tony. <laughs> new Tony. New <laughs> Tony. That was new Tony. Yeah. Yes, I've helped yeah. many Russians immigrate to the United States. They pay, they play me in blowjobs. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so horny. I'm AJ. Where's Furio? <laughs> AJ, you were honey for Furio, too. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, we should have fucked him before he went back to Italy. Zip. AJ says. I'm finding out a lot about the cast of The Sopranos. Just then, I come out from underneath the house and, oh, shit, I'm having a stroke and summing at the same time. Oh, God, this was my one shot to be on The Sopranos, but my dick and my brain are malfunctioning. Oh, no, I regret nothing. Looks like Johnny the Nut is dead. Oh, what is this? To be kidding. Oh, a cliffhanger ending. Oh. Damn. I doubt anybody listening to that knew what the fuck was going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, know what was going what on. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking? I'm I'm back oh, by the way. Oh, oh, he actually did. He actually did have a stroke. Oh, oh fuck. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but he he ran out of the house. And he said he had a stroke and he came, and uh, he was like, "Don't worry, I'll clean it up later." Oh, I don't know what the. I'm really excited for it, to but he's like probably going to the ER, I guess, yeah, or something. Yeah. We definitely need another part to that. So glad it's to be continued for sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it to be continued? He, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't really. I was going to the. Yeah, he left us on quite the cliffhanger. Um, well, uh, oh wow, clearly, that's great. Clearly, well, Johnny the Nut, with uh, all of his time off from the podcast, uh, 
spent it wisely, uh, right? Working mm-hmm. on that. Uh, can we get some Johnny the Nut like well wishes? Maybe like a get <laughs> yeah, well soon yeah, yeah. Uh, from all of you listeners out there. This yeah. is oh oh yeah, he'd appreciate. He really he'd this is like, this is like uh, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. Like the more of you who believe in Johnny the Nut and uh, wish him well, he'll come back. Because yeah, he. But, no. Yeah, because I don't know if he knows where the hospital is <laughs> or like how to like get himself there. Yeah. So like, right, he could be dead because he just had right. a stroke. Just had a stroke. Just rushed yeah, out. Yeah, just of here. Uh, <laughs> just just at Joey at Joey Spells because um you know he'll pass it you'll pass it on to him right. I'll pass it. He doesn't have any. Yeah, so media. just he at Joey it. Spells, yeah. just say he just has an email address, which is you, yeah. you so it's just me. say Johnny the Nut. We hope you come again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. please. Uh, that'll, that'll, yeah, that'll just be like the Tinkerbell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, that was, that was uh, wonderful. Right. Fucking internet. You know what guys? Um, let's see. We actually covered a lot from the fucking internet this week. Um, we talked about what we talked about junior being pissed at Bobby and Janice dancing together. We talked about Carmela, um, seeing white caps is just another version of an emerald ring. Talked about, uh, Tony's choice of snacks. Um, let's see. Okay, here's here's one. If the Sopranos had uh, this one from user Phil Leonardo, sure. if the Sopranos had ended with white caps, all else being equal, the show and its legacy would, in your estimation, have been better, the same, worse just because it's shorter, or worse overall. If this was the series finale, and we and we can obviously take into account what we know um, happens the rest of the way. Yeah, I guess. But just like imagine that this, I mean, it hadn't gone on. Season five is my favorite season. I would be devastated to not get season five. So uh, it would be worse in my estimation. And uh, it's not, not an appropriate way to end the series. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) no, they would have had to put, tie up a few more loose ends. Yeah. The the series ends with Alan Sappingsley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Sopranos. The real AS. That the real AS. Thank God Bruce, Bruce Altman. Altman. Um this one. Oh yeah, by the way, I was trying to figure out what I had because I knew that I knew him before he was on uh Sopranos um when I first watched uh a little movie called Rookie of the Year. Oh yeah, baby. He oh, was yeah. the uh, you know, asshole boyfriend, right? Yep. Who wanted to like make money um, off of him. Yep. Yeah. You know, I think he lives in New Haven. Yes, oh, for real. Because he does theater at uh, Long Wharf. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so, uh, I, I feel like um, my my friend has a story about him or something, but uh, but he lives in, I think he lives in Connecticut. Hey, shout yeah. out to uh, Bruce Altman. Shout out to hey. Peppies. Bruce Altman. Uh, okay. And finally, in white caps, a simple question from user champagne parse 25 spells. Maybe you can answer this. Why does Tony make the one hour plus drive down to the shore when Carmela kicks him out instead of just staying at a hotel? I mean, good question. I was thinking that. I was thinking that myself. I was like, "This guy's gotta have a better place to go." <laughs> well, is it really like an hour away from where they? Yeah, where probably. They were? Uh, no, um, maybe like forty. Yeah, but don't you think he has in mind that he's also going to talk to Al- to Sappingsley like when he wakes up in the morning and tell him like, you know, dice. Yeah, the, probably. Place? 
Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. Also, I didn't guess. didn't he say like he tried to sleep on his boat, but he had just had it repainted or something? Like, yeah, yes. he did. He did. Yeah, he did. He did say that. So he tried and probably just frantically. Yeah. He ha- he hastily drove down there, but it probably would have been yeah a pain in the ass. Yeah. Definitely could be like forty five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Although Seabright is like up, I've never really been there, but it's it's. It's up there. It's near Red Red Bank. Um, uh, it's, it's pretty close to you know North Jersey, yeah. as far as Jersey Shore goes. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, those were all the burning questions we didn't answer from uh, <laughs> from this week's episode. Sure. Let's do like just a little, mm. you know, little uh, cap at the end here. Season four. Final we, thoughts on the season. You got Noah's uh, email though, right? Oh my God! Yeah. I'm so well, sorry. Yeah, to I totally. Our, our man Noah. I had it up, uh, but then I was looking at the script for White Comes, uh, and I and I got <laughs> well, distracted. Uh, yeah, probably we should probably just read that again <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. instead of Noah's yeah, email. This, it's probably more important. Uh, Noah Noah writes in friend of the pod. Um, you know, he says uh, a few weeks. Uh, let me see. I'm not gonna read the whole email, but I'm trying to sum up here. Um, uh, Sopranos followers list your favorite one episode characters on the show. Uh, he gives lots of love for Bacala senior Leon Wilmore, Tracy, John Schwinn. He goes on, um, Atwell Avenue boys, of course. But for me, Noah writes the winner by a landslide is Alan Sappinsley. Even if you took away all his great lines, he's still number one. Cause chase set him up perfectly as the anti to, Anti Tony Soprano slash AS character. The scene where he calls Tony from his office in the city damages. They haven't started yet. While Tony is slumping in a wobbly chair at the Bing is one of my favorite scenes in the show. I always love the added touch where you can see the name, the same Rocky Marziano picture. Mm -hmm. uh, They both have in their offices. Curious what your collective takes are on why that's visible and what it might represent. Um, We did talk a, a little bit about it earlier. Um, so I hope we answered some questions for you there, Noah, but I don't know. Would you guys, do you guys first want to shout out any other, um, like one off characters, like one episode characters? Oh yeah, uh, dude. Absolutely. The dude who goes, Oh shit. When Phil Leotardo's head gets uh, fucking rolled over. <laughs> gotta mention him. He, he can have a spinoff series for as far as I'm concerned. That guy, um, that guy is amazing. Uh, yeah, Annette Benning. Yeah, yeah Annette Benning. <laughs> Annette Benning is great. Yeah, you know, um, Sir Ben, uh, Lauren Bacall, and Luxury Lounge. John Favreau. Oh, Favreau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favreau is great. Favreau. I really like um, Fabs, yeah. uh, Carter Chong, uh, who, who Noah also mentioned, is uh, the, the young Asian gentleman who, who um, Junior is, is in, like, uh, is locked up with, basically, in, like, the. Mm-hmm. Uh, mental ward or wherever it is yeah but he's not um, he, but that's oh, not one episode yeah it's just one episode no yeah Can we see him more in more than one ep i i don't believe so no i mean yeah i mean there's I, the one obviously that's most memorable like when they're running the card game and all that mm-hmm. but i thought we see him no he's not he's not in an early one episode, episode? Yeah. yeah yeah he leaves quite the impression he really does. I, I like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's sure. terrific. He's terrific. Um, and little, little tidbit. Um, he, the, nobody cares. Listen to this podcast, but the writers of lost, uh, saw his performance, um, 
on on Sopranos oh, and like wrote him uh, Miles Strom. He played Miles Strom on Lost. Great on Lost. Uh, uh, it was ah, also yeah. great. Ken Ken Lung. That's why it's important actors out there to get on the biggest show on television because then, <laughs> then <laughs> don't tell you a little tidbit yeah, like yeah. that might help your career. Yeah, you have to get on the biggest show, and uh, if not, you might as well hang it up. It. Uh, I would, I would also say, even though I despise the episode, um, I'm a huge, um, massive genius, uh, massive fan. genius fan. No, Bokeem Woodbine. Oh, yeah, of course. Woodbine is such a fucking good actor yeah. and he's great in that episode. It's just like, I just hate the writing and yeah. the whole premise yeah. and everything yeah. like is yeah. ridiculous. Uh, I wish that episode was, was better written because I do find, um, my family is like pretty closely related to that whole world. My grandmother's mm-hmm cousin george grosvenor was one of those he was he was a hesh and so i wish that he wasn't a mayo jew (laughs) he was not a mayo jew okay no no he was uh learning very mobbed up and um often in um financial uh turmoil uh but um i just wish that subject matter had been handled in a more like interesting like written way um Uh, agreed but but Bokeem Woodbine is fucking great. And for listeners who haven't watched uh, season two of Fargo, he's fucking fantastic. Oh my god, oh, amazing! So good. Definitely check out Fargo if you haven't. Yes. Um, okay, no, I hope we answered that question. I know and we thank you. About... No, Noah yeah. Offenson's very uh, excellent uh, commentary to us, and uh, we always appreciate it. So thank you, the man. You the man, Noah. You the man, Noah. Um, and let's let's do it quickly because I think we're running a little over time what final thoughts on season four a fantastic season uh, up there with the great seasons um it, it gets shit on a lot it gets shit on a lot like because it doesn't have the signature whackings and um you know the, slower pace the slower um, uh but like how could you not love a season where um we just get like the ultimate bomb of the two of yeah. them splitting is always just so phenomenal. And you get right. this episode is one of the iconic episodes of the series yes. of television. Um, and it's just like so brilliantly acted. And and the two of them are, are fantastic the whole season. Um, yeah. Great season. Great season. Yeah. I, I, I um, yeah, I'm, I'm appreciating it more on this on this watch. Um, especially how, like, like you said, it all ties into money mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to the next season, which is my favorite season, like Dave yeah. said, too, you yeah. know. Um, dude, you know, next season, get yeah, right. I, shit gets real. I remember when they announced before the season started that Buscemi was going to be a recurring character, and I was like, flipping out because <laughs> yeah. he was like my hero yeah, as a too. kid so excited and yeah. uh i just remember being so pumped that he was going to be on the other side of the camera for this season. oh yeah uh, for sure so try to remember uh it you know between this week and next week uh you know the uh the anticipation of season five because i think it was like the, the for me it was the biggest anticipation i felt um for oh my season. god it was so long it was like yeah, it was almost so two long. years too it was like yeah. almost two years, like a year and a half, maybe more between seasons. Yeah, this so. this season ended like in our still in our first semester of uh, like freshman year of college, me and Paul. 
And yeah. that was like, what, like the beginning of our junior year, right? That that yeah. season started. So like, yeah. yeah, we went an entire year of college uh, with no Sopranos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Cool. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's it. Good stuff. Good, uh, good season. As always, you can hit us up uh, if you have great comments uh, or shitty comments. Like, just give us whatever. Uh, we will field them at osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us a follow on the socials on Instagram and Twitter at osopranospod. And, uh, you know, go on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. That shit helps. We appreciate it. We haven't got one in a few weeks. Uh, and you know, we'll fucking, we'll, we'll read all about it on here. Uh, especially if it's five stars and you shit on us, we'll read it anyway. And I mean, yeah. you know, we might shit on you too, but Hey, that, oh, we definitely you will. can't, you can't break balls and not expect to get your balls broken back. So come on. True. Just all the balls yeah, get no broken. Doubt. Tiger claw or whatever the hell that guy's oh, name yeah. was, uh, yeah. learned that the hard way in the first season. That's right. Doing this. Yeah. We much like Tony, we, we bullied him into doing our bidding eventually. So yeah that's what we do we will fucking we're all as's that's right we're all as's uh until next season Ooh. oh oh oh